It's the Paul Patterson and Tom Scallon podcast show. They're talking the walk and not about sloppy, sloppy Joes. So, talking walk, talk, talking walk. Talking walk, talk, talking walk. Talking walk, talk, talking walk show. And. Welcome back to Talking the Walk. This is episode 52, Joey Chestnut and Paul Patterson. And I'm Tom Scallon. Guest host, Lee Nelson. And Scallon is pulling a Jill Martin right now, sneezing like crazy, oh. but took a moment, muted, and then took a moment to introduce himself, went back to mute and finished sneezing, Jill Martin. Why do you have to tell him that? I was being professional. I wanted Jill to hear that you were being professional. Okay. Uh, original music, Jake Brown. Uh, original artwork, Billy Bishop. Social media, Tyler Stanley. Fact checker, Jill Martin. And then marketing, Jeff Gravy. So here's where we're at. Number one, watch update June. Hammered that out. Got it taken care of. Um, that was 27 of the 30 days. Had to get 15 minutes. And now the July challenge came out today. And it is... Got to burn 38,500 calories for the month, which is about a 1,250 calorie burn a day, which is, which is a, a, a significant one. It's, it's okay, but very doable. I'm not, not worried about it at all. So that's where we're at. So what is it, what is it you're doing? How does this, your, the circles on your watch close? Yep, it's a challenge. Anyway, what we have... Yeah, moving on, not taking the bait anymore. The bass, the big bass over here on, on Dorchester Circle has decided to leave that little worm alone. So, Katie's Theater. We, we've, got some, we've got some problems here. Uh, the first two movies suggested to Katie were The Godfather and Godfather 2. Here is, uh, here's her response to that. Here it is. I will rate all movies out of five stars, five being the best movie I've ever seen and would tell everyone I know to go watch it. The Godfather, one star. Don't judge me. I will say this movie will never be forgotten because of the horse head in the bed, but honestly, I didn't finish this movie. I had a very hard time staying focused on the movie and found myself wanting to do other things. I promise to not make a habit of not finishing the movies. Next up on our list is The Departed, which came from Brad Criswell. We'll talk about that when we get to feedback. Um, and then also, if anyone needs a good movie, kids movie to watch, Luca on Disney Plus is so cute. I also gave her, I gave her three movies that I knew she would like. First one being um, <clears throat> Return to Me. Don't know that one? No. Nah. David Duchovny and Minnie Driver are in it. Um, long story short, David Duchovny's wife dies. Minnie Driver needs a heart. She gets David Duchovny's dead wife's heart, and they end up falling for each other in the end. Great movie line or yeah, movie story. That, that sounds tremendously better than The Godfather. <clears throat> I, didn't say I, have to agree. I have to agree with Scallon. That sounds awful. It's, well, I'm glad that need, I'm glad that it's not called Tom's movie or Tom's theater or Lee's theater. It's called Katie's theater. Well, Second Katie's one, theater, Katie's theater might be on a short list because 
the second one, well, we'll the have Godfather to talk about The Godfather is one of the greatest end. movies of all time based on every critic in America. Except for Katie's theater critic, which is Katie Flatley's. Uh, Untamed Heart was another one that I gave her. We won't talk about that one. That's Christian Slater. Uh, and then Pump Up the Jam, or Pump Up the Volume, Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater also. So I gave her those three movies also on the list. But why remember- you, Why don't you give her the one Christian Slater movie where he's saving the world from a nuclear device against John Travolta, since you're doing all these Christian Slater Is that Face movies. Off? Is that Face Off that he does that one? No. He's also in Cuffs, which is a great movie where he's the, he's the rent-a-cop. Anyway, moving on. That's where we're at with Katie's Corner or Katie's Theater. If you have if you have more um, suggestions for her to help expand her movie knowledge and her movie movie base, that would be great. Send those to me, and I will relay that to Katie. Here, here, I've got two questions for you. So we're just going to skip right on by the fact that she gave the Godfather award. It's her choice. She's the one giving the ratings. Huh. Okay. First question, can you tell me why when I want to purchase, let's say a Coca-Cola classic in a bottle in a six pack form at the grocery store, it comes in a 16.9 ounce bottle. But when I go to Come and Go or Casey's or any other convenience store or gas station and I wanna buy a single, it comes in a 20 ounce bottle. Why is there a difference? Why can't, why can't they sell 20 ounce bottles in six packs? Or why don't they sell the 16.9 bottle in the gas station? Same thing with water. Water's the same way. So they do sell some 16.9s in gas stations. But the reason for this is the circumference of a 16.9 bottle, six of them put together, the plastic that it takes to keep that together is dramatically cheaper than if you have six 20 ounce bottles that you have to put together. Because it's that much, it costs that much more. So, the price point is all about the packaging. But why don't they? Why don't they then sell sixteen point nines everywhere? Because they make more money selling the single twenties. Doesn't it cost more to change the manufacturing size of the of the bottle? So that the size of the bottle costs them nothing compared to the packaging of six bottles together in that little six ring carrying case. It's probably cheaper, less plastic. Wouldn't 16.9 be less plastic than the 20? Okay. Well, you have to, so if you got to put six things together, if they're 20, they're farther apart, this costs more. It's also making more money. If I go to Fairway right now, it costs me 215 to get a 20 ounce. Um, and they make more profit off of that than if they did a 16.9 it cost them like 10 cents to make this tell answer me this why should i should just buy two liters of coke zero right they don't make that though because that's cheaper wouldn't the better question be why don't they put buy one get one free underneath the cap anymore <laughs> that's a good question i don't know anyway I was trying to, I, I was just thinking about that and I, I, I enjoy the uh, extra ounces in the, in the 20 ounce. But you have to say Tom's explanation at the beginning, even if you have no idea, like myself, what he's talking about, it was pretty well said. 
Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I, I just don't understand why if they're saying in one sense that it's cheaper to put six 16.9 ounce bottles together and it's, and it's more profitable to put a 20 ounce bottle in the store, they're, they're still having to bottle different sizes. And does 16.9 and 20 ounce come from different um, pop factories? Or is it, um, or is it all made in the same? Everything I just said, I made up. I, I don't really have any idea. Sounds right, though. Sounded really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was hook, line, and say I was the big bass coming at. You must have used like a, must use a, a popper or something like that. A hula popper. A rapper. I was coming up. It, 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 yeah. It, it, it's like when a parent asks me a question at school and I have no idea. I just make something up really good. I'm glad a lot of parents don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> here's the next question. It's 4th of July coming up on Sunday. Where are you two with fireworks? Take them, leave them. Are you a big buyer of fireworks and set them off on your own? Do you, I mean, what, what, where are you at with fireworks? We don't buy fireworks and kind of every other year go and watch them. You can go out on our deck and you can see several displays. How does, how does Mary handle fireworks? terribly okay she usually runs and hides somewhere lee what about finley finley's fine but i've never bought a firework i know misty does but i i don't know i mean i'm more of a snake firecracker guy okay okay yeah i think the most we ever did was bottle rockets and coke oh bottles. bottle rockets are fun yeah, we would go to the park and we'd We'd go to the park and we'd shoot them at each other and stuff like that. That's safe. So I didn't, I didn't know where you guys were. I, I, I enjoy fireworks. I like watching fireworks. I, I have a very tough time spending money on them because some of those suckers are expensive and you can rack up a big bill that takes you about five minutes to shoot off. But hey, if you want to buy a whole bunch of fireworks and set them off, I'll watch. I enjoy watching the, the fireworks displays. Didn't know where you guys were. Okay. Are you ready? Confession. First, I had a little rage moment yesterday um, in the weight room. Schmitz was making, which by the way, he's back listening to the podcast. I think he's, he's that kid that wants you to pay attention to him a lot, um, even though he acts like he doesn't like the attention, but really that's the reason why he's telling you what he tells you just so that you will pay attention to him. So the weight room is hot and they have two portable air conditioning units. Long story short, last Tuesday, they took the air conditioning, they took the cooling tower out. So the air conditioner got shut off, air conditioning got shut off in the building, except for two spots, which would be the warrior zone and the gym. The weight room does not have air conditioning. So they brought in these portable air conditioning units. Well, they have this exhaust that is pumping out somewhere in between 93 degree and 110 degree heat coming out of the air conditioning unit. And they just put them up into the ceiling. So the same room that they're trying to air condition, they're also pumping all of the exhaust heat into it. So Brandon decided that it was time for a little redneck engineering. And he moved the... Um, air conditioning units around and he got the exhaust pipe to go out into the hallway. Then he went and got plastic 
and put that down. So now we have a little bit of a cooling system set up for the weight room. Well, in the meantime, we have this Mach 3 fan, plug that in and the air one air conditioning unit into it. And I blew the breaker in about eight um, outlets. Finally got it separated and I was, uh, got to go in about 10 minutes and just could not get that sucker to stay going. Couldn't get it to stay plugged in and running. Finally get it going, okay? I am just drenched in sweat, steaming mad that taking this whole morning to get everything all squared away. Come back in the afternoon thinking, I'm gonna walk into the weight room and it is gonna be cool. The water tanks were full, so the air conditioners were shut off most of the afternoon because nobody came and emptied the water cooler, <clears throat> the water tank. So empty the water tanks, got it. And now today we had a comfortable um, weight room. Not a cold weight room, but we had a comfortable weight room, which is better than the unbearable weight room that we had earlier on. So that was my, my confession. I had a little rage moment with the, uh, with the air conditioning unit, trying to figure out a way to get it to uh, cool down. Number two, confessional. I have given zero cares about shaving this summer. Um, and so I've just let my gray beard grow and I, I don't know when I'm gonna shave. Um, much to the very much dislike of Christy in the house. He is angry at me um, because I refuse to shave and I just haven't done it. Last one. Maybe she's going to stop shaving her legs. Okay. Last confessional for me. Um, good friend Mike Hughes and his podcast, Off Duty ADs. So there's an AD from Ohio, there's an AD from North Dakota, and then Mike from Colorado. I've talked about them before. This was their last episode, 152 episodes in, and they have decided to hang it up and call it quits on the old podcast. I was very frustrated and, and uh, disappointed in that, but understand and respect their decision to, to be done with it. But um, I'm going to miss that, uh, miss that podcast from a weekly standpoint. So that's it for me and confessional. You two got anything? Nope, nothing to yeah. confess here. That's weird. I got one. Yes, Lee, let's go. I'm about to do something that I'm not really that excited about doing. I'll be completely honest with you. No. I'm just going to leave it at that. When, when we were talking about doing this, what made you decide? Remember, this originally was supposed to be 100 nuggets. It's now down to 50. So what made you well, decide that what, you were in? I thought that's what like people did. But then the more I read up on it, like, I guess, like, people don't actually do it. Like, it's just a thing. Like, it's a little thing. I thought it was, but, like, normal. Like, it would be easy. But you are, but, so why did you, so you agreed to do 100 nuggets originally because you thought it was going to be easy? Yeah, I thought that, like, everyone could do it. But the more okay. I researched it, it didn't look like everyone. Well, next week, you're doing the chocolate melt bet, right? <laughs> I would rather do the six saltines in a minute challenge. The chocolate milk one is automatic puke. Yep. Too much lactose. But that's an hour, though. Isn't that an hour? Isn't that 60 minutes? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that when we get okay. to it. So Lee is not looking forward to what's about to come. No, I'm looking forward to it. I just, I'm not that excited about it. <laughs> 
Does that so make any sense? Since, since Lee is being so honest, I'm going to be honest and say, I'm really looking forward to seeing him do <laughs> I have so many, have so many <laughs> possible outcomes spinning through my mind of what could happen. When we get it's to this, here, I, I, we just that's dipping sauces because I think he made a poor choice there. I mean, we just have to move forward. Are we ready? Feedback. First one, Johanna McKenzie. She um, wanted to make sure that one knew that um, um, they do not water their lawn, thinks it's a waste of time and um, that gravy is correct on um, Back to the Future as far as being a great seed. I think that was the one that he said, Back to the Future. And then she also absolutely loves Ted Lasso. She was disappointed that the Ted Lasso episode wasn't about Ted Lasso. She, she thought it was gonna be more about the show itself as opposed to being named based on the fact that we had a soccer coach. Um, Scallon, would you like to give maybe a little, I don't know, update on Chris Murr? Update on Chris Murr? Yeah. When we left our episode last time, you and Chris both oh. were adamant that Chris did not work at the library. Yes. Chris, he, he initially responded with, no, I didn't. And then by the end, once we were off air, he responded, well, yes, I did. How does Paul remember that? I thought you were talking about the library library, like where the books are kept. And of course I said, well, if you knew Chris, you'd understand. Why would I ever think you ever worked in a library? <laughs> I'm talking about the burger joint. He's like, yeah, I was going through some things and decided just to start working there. So yes, you are correct. Also, um, you, the elephant, remembered that. And then he went on to mock my um, podcast abilities. So he's he listened? Just, yeah, he listened to the episode we talked about him. Oh, okay. I don't know okay. if he's listened to any more. That's okay. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. So the next one is from Meet. Um, regarding your brief conversation on scholarships, nothing drove me more crazy when I was recruiting to a D3 school than when kids got blinded by being offered, and he has that in quotations, Obviously, as a D3 school, we couldn't give any athletic scholarships, but we were constantly trying to convince kids to wait until we had their financial aid package complete in March, able to make their decision. Our financial aid was often far more money than the athletic scholarship offered from an NAIA school. So many kids would give up thousands of dollars just so they could say they got an athletic scholarship. And don't get me started on preferred walk-on stuff. So we did not get him started on preferred walk-on stuff. I only played football in high school because it was the only sport I enjoyed enough to do the work required, which speaks to your point about time commitment. If the work threshold is super high, how many not sure if I like this or not kids does that turn off? The workload may not only turn multi-sport athletes into single sport athletes, but potential athletes into non-participants, which I thought was a, a good speech. The workload balance question comes up a lot in the athletic workshops I've done recently, a lot of people are struggling with it. A department-wide understanding agreement is what seems to be working best for people. Here's my memory of helmet designs. Haven't heard anything on else on the Facebook page. 1997 gold helmet with white and purple FSU sphere, <laughs> district office. 1998 was a plain gold helmet 
1999 was a plain gold helmet and 2000 was a plain gold helmet. So those are the four years that Meat was in. I mean, Jeff Cleaver was in um, high school. I feel like when I was a kid, early 90s, it was a yellow helmet with the Native American logo that Norwalk used for a long time. And I would agree with that. Um, Nina Hildreth confirmed that because that's what her dad has at home. Um, and he was a, I think he was a 93 grad, somewhere there. Um, Jill texted, and now I gotta, again, I gotta get better at, I gotta get better at pulling a scaling and deleting things. So. Yeah, I like, I like deleting text. Yeah, apparently. I appreciate the conversation about scholarships. I think I made a comment about it early on the podcast, which she did with multi-sport athletes, even with phenomenal talent, they still get that scholarship if they played in three sports. Um, the explaining of what a scholarship means at different schools, it comes down to academics. I don't want to take away the offer tweets kids put out. At some schools, it's still the same thing as when I was a freshman in the dorm and a group of girls were going door to door asking any girl to join crew. And then they offered if, if they said yes, they were interested. Does that make sense? Yes. I don't want it to be negative because it's exciting, but it's not a full scholarship. Um, if it comes off negative, don't share that thought. So sorry, Jill. Um, yes, there is 4A fever, and, and she is wholeheartedly in agreement with you about trying to compete and, and be in the um, upper echelon of athletics. And then I Who'd agree with you. That What's that? Who was that? Jill Martin. Oh, okay. All still Jill. I agree with Scallon. Weights, agility, speed, most important, applies to all sports and a benefit. I am very comfortable with what we have for our girls to attend in the summer. Next summer, I'd like to add one night typically, sorry, during the week, during our week. And typically in the spring, I reach out to volleyball and cross country to make sure we don't cross over, hopefully uh, only a little. And then she just needs to make sure she said that, that she isn't pulling between both groups. Um, now we got to find Dennis Barra. Just do it this way. Um, so the, the first one, he says, two stores for sure, with, with still talking about four sons. And then I can always tell when you were getting ready to record a show because you usually do not reply until that day. And then I threw him off because I, I replied on a day that we weren't recording, which I thought was really funny. So Gravy was pretty funny. Um, entire family, Gravy family. Listen to the podcast on the way home from vacation. I have the following feedback for you. Griffin wonders why you eat your M&Ms so weird. Just put them in your mouth and eat them. They all taste the same. Mac is a sorter by color. Cal eats them one by one. Kelly eats off the shell, then eats the peanut butter. I eat my peanut butter M&Ms one at a time. Make a small incision on the top of the bag. Squeeze them out one at a time. Flatness should see both a quiet place one and two. Maybe the two of you could go to the movie to watch it, seeing how Cole and Grace did not invite you. Um, Hopkins' statement that two is better than one is pure poppycock. Yes, two gives some back. Story actually would like a complete prequel, but the second one is set up for a third movie. Yes, I change patterns when I mow. You sports are starting to do similar things when asking for time out of season. Don't necessarily like it at times, but other times it's good to keep boys busy, balancing multi-sports studies and just being a teenager, not easy, but then again, better than idle hands. And by the way, just so everyone knows, I told Gravy to tell Griffin to mind his own business um, when he's telling me to 
why do I eat my M&M so weird? Um, Wait a second. That's, that's Griffith. That's his opinion. His opinion can't be wrong. He told me, why do I eat them so weird? They all taste the same. So isn't that telling me that I'm weird? No, that's his opinion. He's not that saying you're weird. weird. You're, you're, you're thinking that's weird. That's like me saying Katie's wrong. Um, holy cow, where is that? Lots of dead silence today. Lots of, lots of pauses. Well, I got one. <clears throat> did you get it too? You did, Michelle. Griffin wonders why you eat your M&Ms so weird. That's telling me that I'm weird. That's why I told him to mind his own business. No, it's not. That's, hey, a, that's a rhetorical question he's asking himself. He didn't, he didn't ask you. You weren't even there. It's rhetorical. He, he wondered. He, yeah. he wondered to his father, who then relayed that to me, which then makes me feel like he's questioning my weirdness. Well, it sounds like that. Dad's a narc. Okay. That's what Fair I was Snitches Fair get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Fair enough. Don Mendez. So Christy is next. <laughs> she eats her M&Ms in combination of colors, usually in groups of three and four. Masks are hanging on hooks in the kitchen, two in my car and two in my purse, just in case. 100% agree that coaches need to work together in the summer. You are asking a large number of the same group of kids to be at every one of your practices, open gym fields during the summer. Take a step back. What are you gaining over the summer? Will it still be there in three to six months when you have your season? Norwalk coaches need to work together to not ask the kids to participate in multiple sports in a day. I think the sports that have the next season coming up should have the most time allowed. Kids are burnt out. They are tired and they don't appreciate being pulled in multiple directions by coaches in the same day. Their bodies are still growing and all the wear and tear day after day leads to injuries. Um, in addition, having, having open gyms and fields at the same time as strength and conditioning is sending the wrong message. Um, strength and conditioning has set times. If it's important to have your athletes at strength and conditioning, then don't schedule over those times. Next up is Brad. And Brad um, was, Katie needs to watch The Departed. She started that today. I try to always mow in a different direction. The only thing that dictates how I eat my M&Ms depends on whether or not I want the M&Ms to touch my hands. For example, if it's hot and I don't want the colored candy shell to melt onto my hands, I would pour them directly from the bag into my mouth. Thought that was wise. Thought that was wise. Um, Michelle Weedman, by the way, you, every time I ask you, did you get any feedback? You're like, nope, didn't get any. You, you got several of these that are coming. Yeah, I delete them because you get them. And then you said you had dead space, so I was going to read. Um, she sent that today, didn't she? No, I responded today. She oh. sent it on Friday, but I responded today because I was writing it down today. Um, just same thing. I, I also wrote down uh, Cameron Greenlee, Mark Farrington, Trevor Tompkins, and Tim Clay today. So we've got a little bit to get through. Just got done listening to Tongue the Walk, Harold Crick. Love the discussion on multi-sport athletes and how we need to change things as an athletic program because of how much our athletes are getting pulled in different directions. Brown is happening so much more with our athletes, and I think we have to figure out how to prioritize the in-season, upcoming season, not for a couple seasons season, and figure out how to balance all that with our strength and conditioning program too. Love, love this discussion, and I agree with Scal that communication with parents needs to happen too because they need to understand the importance of not burning out the athletes. Um, 
hadn't listened to the podcast for a while and decided to catch up on my drive out to the Colorado, out to Colorado with the cross country runners. I had some of the girls listen to the podcast and they found the two of you pretty hilarious with your banter back and forth. So thank you for entertaining us, mostly me on our 12 hour van ride out to Colorado. Guarantee you um, lots of sleeping out of high school girls when the two of our idiots were, were speaking. Um, lastly, peanut butter M&Ms are to die for. I do two at a time and actually let them melt in my mouth before chewing what's left of the hard shell. Next was Cameron Greenley. She sent, um, so this came from Kara and she sent a text that basically said, my mom told me to send this to you because it would be perfect for the podcast. And this comes from Gabe Riviera. You know how when you're a fast walker and the guy ahead of you is fast too, but only 90% as fast as you, so you must pass him, but to pass him, you have to walk comically faster than your normal speed or else you'll be in his personal space too long as you pass. That's annoying. So they, they felt like that was something that the two of us should have on there um, as a discussion. Um, that's, a, that's a quick discussion. I crossed the street. Oh, that's also funny. And I, I shouldn't be laughing too much because I'm exactly the same way. I do not want to walk on the same side of the street as anybody, especially if I'm up early doing that. So then Mark Parrington um, comes on and then I don't know how much of this we want to discuss. Confession way behind in podcast trying to catch up, but Ric Flair episode disappointing Scally didn't bring up eating an entire platter of cold congealed prime rib fat juices and scraps at the Haig family Christmas dinner. Um, Brother Dewey did lose five bucks on that one. And then he really wants us over to the patio for uh, Mark's Smokehouse and a night on the patio and do a live broadcast from his patio and get that done. And he wants, he wants Cole and Kennedy come to taste his wings. Yep, yep, yep true, also true. Um, Trevor Tompkins catching up again, love peanut butter M&Ms, bite them in half and chew each half separately because it makes eating experience last longer. I was always a waterer when I had peer pressure and lived in town, but now that I must mow multiple acres, I let God water it. Skip a couple casts. I'm a complete freak about different pattern direction every time I mow uh, grass. So it, it, mows, it goes straight and doesn't lean. Um, my teacher wife offered to mow periodically two to three summers ago and would simply mow with reckless abandon around the acreage just to keep her interest um, and complete the task. Needless to say, I've taken back summer mowing. Best sequel got to be either Terminator 2, Judgment Day, or The Dark Knight when Heath Ledger played the Joker regarding putting time. And it's tough to set that time in stone as each kid has different number of sports jobs, et cetera. But more than more than that, different challenge levels of what can be endured while also keeping the experience positive for both. Both parents and coaches have to watch our kids closely and be able to recognize when that happens and take action so they don't burn out. Should be preventable if we're keeping a close pulse. After COVID last year, very appreciative of the strength, conditioning, skills, activities this summer, but yes, probably much harder for summer sports athletes. Um, and then on to Tim Clay. He responded with a, uh, a message on Twitter. And it was, um, I haven't been sending feedback, but I've been listening. Keep up the great work. Love the perspectives from the three coaches and their insights and what they do with their program. I appreciate you providing a platform for them. I got a Norwalk history question for you. Just bought a shirt from the Norwalk shop for my dad. And it says Norwalk Athletic Department established 1960. Surely we were a school before then. 
were we part of a partnership with another town? And then in 1960, Norwalk went on their own. Just wondered, my dad was born in 1960, so thought that was a cool coincidence. So I responded back quickly with, thank you. Football started up again in Norwalk for the 1960 season. We have had an athletic department the whole time. We have been a school dating back to the 1930s for sure. And the only reason I know that is because I have seen the, the yearbook from back in that time and I got to see that, that we had sports back in that era. And so I know that we were, we were going. Any other feedback? Anything else? Well, nope, I didn't get any. Liar. That took a long time. Um, high school sports, softball. Um, they, they, they had a, um, had a really good stretch there. And now they have, they have struggled uh, a little bit. I know that they dropped two last night to Indian Olar. And um, I think they dropped the winter set. And um, did they lose? I can't remember. Can't remember. I know that they played Pell and I don't remember if they split or they won both. Um, and then they, they just have been up and down. And we'll talk just in a second here about the brackets. Baseball, I think, is on a, a historic run. Um, they split last night with uh, Indian Oler. And they uh, they lost their single game on uh, on Monday to Dallas Center Grimes. So still playing really well and doing well. And and then on Tuesday they went to to uh, Principal Park and they beat um, Southeast Polk. So and that was really good for them. Lee, you got an update for you guys down there? Well, you gave the yesterday update, so that was good. And then uh, winter set to your point is really good at softball again really, again really really good yeah so yeah i mean they have nine girls that can swing the bat a couple good pitchers they're they're really good yeah they they put up some big runs so softball bracket um norwalk is on top and we'll play the winner of the oscar losers i mean oscaloosa and washington game and then on the bottom side is Benton, and they will play the winner of Burlington and Fort Madison. So um, I like our chances there. I like that bracket. And then for us, we don't know who we play yet. We just know um, we just know who is in our bracket. And for us, we're sub-state eight. We have Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln, Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson, Des Moines, Hoover, Lewis Central, us, and then Waukee um, is where we're at. And you know, it's right here. You're sub-state seven. Ankeny Centennial, Des Moines East, Des Moines Roosevelt. Uh, Indian Oler and Johnston and Marshalltown. So that is where we're at from a um, high school sports perspective. Um, IFCA clinic, a little update. We are, we're going uh, state basketball weekend. Um, we have to go Saturday and Sunday this coming year in March in 2022, just because of a lot of little things that happen. Um, but we're going to be downtown. We're going to be at the uh, event center. Um, and then we'll have the downtown hotel um, and we've already got our, uh, and so that's Saturday and Sunday that that will happen. Um, and we've already got our, our keynote speaker lined up and it'll be Merrill Hodge of uh, a former NFL player and, uh, author. And he's currently a, basically a, a speaker and he's our, he's our guy in March of 2022. A uh, little update on footballs. Well, wait, you said they're switching the hotel. You didn't tell yeah, me that the other we're not at Prairie Meadows. Um, long story short, new person is in charge of events out at Prairie Meadows. Um, and because we didn't take 
our date last year because of COVID and all the restrictions and everything. The new person came in, saw that we didn't take it, gave our weekend away this year in 2022 without oh, so talking to us. Where are we at? Um, we're downtown at the event center, Hy-Vee Hall. Yeah, but what, what's the hotel? Um, whatever one's connected right there to the Skywalk. I don't know if that's the um, the Marriott, maybe. And so it it doubles rooms that are available for us right there on site. Um, the the difference, however, though, is our board of directors meeting will be Friday night, and then clinic will start Saturday, and then. Sunday we'll finish up the clinic and then I do believe most everybody will have spring break then starting at that time. Spring break will be that next week. So that's so how we have out. so we have conferences that week. So the clinic will be Friday again, Friday, Saturday. Clinic is Saturday, Are you listening? Sunday. Board of directors meeting is Friday night. Didn't we always have it on Friday? Oh my goodness. You and I started going to Board of directors on Thursday night, spent the night, and then clinic started on Friday, finished on Saturday. This year, we will go to board of directors meeting on Friday night, clinic on Saturday and Sunday, finishing up. Thank, thank you for saying that slower a second time, just so I can see Lee be really upset with me. That was the third time. I'm pretty sure that was the third time he said that. So, football update, literally, like, the the um the actual football they no longer are requiring us to use the j5v because of um, a uh, a factory problem the spalding contract comes up this year which means in february they're making a decision moving forward as to what they're going to do so I, i'm excited and um, I'm excited because I think the, the Iowa Football Coach Association will have, will have a seat at the table to make a decision about what they do for football. And I'm excited to see what the Athletic Association decides to do from a um, contract standpoint. Are they going to make us continue to use Spaldings? Or are they going to do something different? Excited to see what they do there. Um, and, and hopefully they listen um, you know, from, from that standpoint. And, and just having a voice has been really, really awesome for us. Last update from a high school sports deal. Uh, got an email from Minnesota Vikings this week. And actually it was last week. Joe Rush is his name. He is, he is the high school and youth sport um, liaison with the Vikings. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to make some connections with Iowa high school football coaches. And I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to uh, – um, start trying to build a database and start making some inroads with uh, Iowa high school coaches, football coaches, same with I'm sure Minnesota and other surrounding States, but exciting to hear from the Vikings and see what I'm excited to see what they have in store for us as we, we begin to move forward. Did they tell you what the goal was? Well, so the first goal is they they're trying to figure out what kind of gift they want to give Iowa high school football coaches. Um, and so he asked me, the very first question he asked me was, how many coaches are there? And I said, you know, I think there's 332 football playing schools um, for the 2021 season. And obviously we've got a few co-coaches in there. So it's not necessarily 332 is the, is the number. So he took that number and then he emailed me back and said, okay, I think I'm ready for making connections with people and getting that database. So then I put him in contact with 
emailed him back, Joe Rush back with Tom Keating, Brian Wilkin, and Scott Heitland. So Tom Keating, executive director of Iowa High School Athletic Association, they've got their database. Brian Wilkin, executive secretary of the Iowa Football Coaches Association, we've got our database. And then Scott Heitland is the youth football chair for the Iowa Football Coaches Association Youth Football Committee. Um, and so got all of every, all five of us on the same email now um, and trying to build a, uh, a database for Minnesota to, to start making some connections with us. We'll Quick question. Yep. Why is Brian Wilkin the executive secretary and not just the secretary? Um, that's the title that they gave when they created the Iowa Football Coaches Association was the executive secretary and it's just stuck um, huh. all the way through. So that's what, that's what it's considered. And that's the only position that does not change. You are, you are nominated, voted in, um, and there is no election to it. And then you are, you are the executive secretary until you decide you're not the executive secretary. So that's how that works out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Moving on, non-sponsor. How can we not have McDonald's as our non-sponsor? McDonald's is our non-sponsor. They are, they are here for the, for the nuggets. And without further ado, here we go. Joey Chestnut. This is something Lee and I have been talking about doing this nugget challenge for quite some time. And I just thought it'd be kind of fun. And, you know, why not do something fun and dumb? Um, and I'm not doing the dumb thing. Lee is doing the dumb part, which is the eating the stuff. And so we, we started this banter several years ago about doing this nugget challenge, right? When it, it'd be about two years ago, we started that. Yeah. Yeah. And then talked to you last week about actually it might've been a couple of weeks ago about this is what I think we should do coming up. And we're like, let's just, let's do it. So it originally started off as a hundred nugget challenge. Then as we started doing a little bit more research on this, realized that it was, it was a two person hundred nugget challenge, which then resulted in doing 50. And then what became an issue was how long should we go? And so what did I say first? Did I say 25 minutes? 25 minutes. Yeah. And then you were like, you came back with a hard 14, 14 minutes, 50 nuggets in 14 minutes. And so here's what's going to happen, everybody. Lee is going to be busy eating and giving some updates. Scallon is timing this thing. And Scallon and I are also going to have a conversation about some of the different eating challenges that are in the Des Moines area and, and nationwide and just some things like that. And answer a few questions, okay? So here we go. We got 14 minutes on the clock. We are counting down from 14. Tom is occasionally gonna also check in on Lee to see where he's at um, and let him know where time is. And so Lee, I want you to count down because you're the one that's going to start hammering away here three and a half minutes or three and a half nuggets a minute to get 50 down roughly wow. yes and what'd you Let's get this. what'd you get sauce wise uh so i ordered i actually ordered 60 in case i was still hungry when i got done um <laughs> not sure if that will actually happen but anyway i just thought it would be a little bit more um, under the radar, if I didn't ask for 50 nuggets, if I just said, Hey, can I get three 20 piece nuggets might make me look less of a like, juvenile. Fair um, enough. so apparently if you get, uh, six, 10 piece nuggets, you get nine barbecue sauces with it. <laughs> I don't know where, I mean, so Why that's not? clearly 
one and a half one and a half barbecue sauces per package. I'm not exactly sure why. I'm just telling you what what they gave me. Uh, it feels like it should be ten easy. Maybe how are 15. you? How are you attacking this? Like, are why you going you, no sauce to start? Yeah, no sauce to start. Okay. Okay. Why did you not ask for more sauces? Well, I didn't. I didn't know until I got home how many <laughs> sauces were in there. They didn't put on there like, oh, nine sauces. No, but I'm thinking you should have been like, I, I'm going to need 15 sauces for sure. Well, I'm not going to, I'm going to try to go no sauce for like maybe like 30, maybe 25. And then and you then pick just, barbecue, which is going to be a lot of sugar. But it's tangy barbecue and I'm a little tangy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see. Are you, are you going all the way gone and then the second one goes in? Are you multiple nuggets in at the same time? How are you, how are you getting this done? I mean, I think I'm going to go one at a time. I mean, if, if time gets tough and I can do it, I may go straight Kobayashi on these okay. uh, nuggets, but I'm not exactly sure how well this is going to go. All I can um, so think of gonna... when you say Kobayashi is um, Catalina wine mixer. When they're in the office, what? and he, are you saying pow? Why does he keep saying that? Pow. Yeah, pow. What is your, what is your I'm out sign? Like, I'm tapping out. It's yeah, I'll over. give you. A I'm running bird. to double birds. Okay. Double. Also, just just double a couple of updates. Number one, listeners, if he is going to hurl. We are, we are making sure that that is recorded. So if you have a weak stomach and all of a sudden you start to hear some gargling and things like that and, and things moving, you want to oh, hit this forward 30 seconds. It'll be Monty Python. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm not going to mute. So like, you're going to listen to me. Yeah. Like okay. if that's I'm, what I sound like, that's what I sound like. That's, I, love gonna this. I feel like this should be live. But I feel like we it should be is. It is because Paul doesn't well, know how to make any i'm sorry all to together i feel like we should be all together <laughs> i'm not editing we are all editing. together. and also lee just the only thing that i, I i'm not an eating a contest eating person or eating contest person whatsoever eating challenge neither am i, I. i've I never done anything like this but i do know this that the faster i eat the more i trick my mind into not catching up with my body to know that it's full Oh yeah, I'm oh. I'm going I'm going ham right off the bat. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna at try the to end, eat. you just gotta you gotta get it going. Anyway, yeah, I know it, I know it's three it, and a half nugs to a minute, but I'm not going three and a half to start. I'm excited. Does it make a difference now that they're a little cold because we've been on yeah. here for a half hour? Yeah, I mean, we had to listen are, to someone rate the Godfather one. They're you chilling. are an they're hour not, in to having soft. Them. Yeah, they're not soft. You're an hour in. This okay, is, here we go. Lee, you count it down. Scallon's got the timer. 14 minutes to get. 50 nuggets down. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, we're off. We're off. I could hear that crunch. The first crunch was, was audible. Okay, so let's talk about local eating challenges. Did you know that there is a website for eating challenges? And you can go to Des Moines Area Restaurants Eating Challenges and Eating Contest. And they are all over the place. Black Market Pizza, Brick City Grill, Mr. Burrito, Capital Pub and Hot Dog, Fanatics All Play, um, Jethro's Barbecue, Smokey D's Barbecue, Taco Apocalypse, AJ Steakhouse, Cactus Spot. I mean, there is just, I did not realize that there were so many 
that you could do. And then nationwide, there's also a website that you can go to nationwide. And there are 3,153. Nationwide is on your side. Yes, it is. Oh, even, even eating and commenting. I love it. I love it. You're still an active participant from a, a vocal standpoint, too. One minute in. How many? Six. Oh, you're way ahead of pace. I love it. Keep it up and you're done early. You're done early. So there are 3,153 eating challenges nationwide. And then, so those are the eating challenges. So you walk into a restaurant like Roots. You walk into a restaurant and you want the, the belly buster or the old 96er if you're in the great outdoors. Then you have the eating contests in which money is involved, like coming up, um, the uh, the national eating hot dog the hot dog eating contest and there are there's an actual website and I'll tell you what the name of that website is um, at this point in time so food challenges tells you like the Des Moines area you've got that and then you can go to the state each state gives you that um, and that's foodchallenges.com if you're interested in that and I don't know how many people are interested in that and then what you have is major league eating majorleagueeating.com and then you go to their contest and you can see all the different things that they've got going on. Like for instance, July 4th, Nathan's famous uh, 4th of July hot dog eating contest. And then you have the River Fest featuring the Trenton Thunder World famous cases pork roll eating championship. I mean, there are, who, there are gobs of Who them. has the old 86er? Um, that is, I'm, I'm looking, that's shrimp, that's candy bowl. Uh, World Tamale. Um, I don't know what. I thought it was Jan, John Candy. Didn't oh. John Candy? Have I don't remember the name of the restaurant. Was it Paul Bunyan's? It was Paul Bunyan's. So you got milk and cookies. You've got sliced bologna. Oh, you could do sliced bologna. You could win 12 grand. Hmm. I always thought at Rube's, if you ate the whole big steak they have, whatever that's called. Yeah. When I was younger, I was pretty sure I could get that done. And all you got was, did you got your picture taken in a t-shirt, right? Yeah. That's how it was? If I remember correctly, we did, um, uh, Joe Greenlee got that back in the day when we used to take the, uh, um, when we used to take the captains out to that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Joe Greenlee, Joe Greenlee was the only one that ended up um, getting that down. Okay, so here are the two questions that I want answered. And I need to hear some feedback on this too from the listeners. Number one, have you ever participated in a food challenge? Like the chocolate milk challenge where you, you get an hour to drink a gallon of chocolate milk and, and you have to be able to keep it down. You can't puke it back up. Um, the salt Time out, Lee, how many? Um, 21. How far in? How far in? How many minutes? Ten minutes. How are you feeling? No way. Left. No way. Oh, four minutes in? Not bad. How are you feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good? Okay. Um, what what other like common food challenges are there? Well, Lee talked about it earlier, the saltine challenge. Yep. The chocolate milk. What else do we do? Then you had the cinnamon one, and then you've got, you know, like the hot, hot sauce and hot wings. Oh, yeah. Who was the, 
famous. He had his barbecue, and then he, then he passed away. Like oh yeah, was Was it George the Chili King? See the one that had it? No, but um, well, he may have one, but it's not the one I'm thinking of. It was a famous barbecue guy, but it was so hot. Is that Merle Hay? Right? No, maybe that was his name, Merle Hay. No, Merle Hay was the first uh, uh, Iowan to die in World War One. No, I'm talking the wasn't the restaurant wasn't his restaurant on Merle Hay? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think his restaurant is over by East. Okay, so barbecue what, sauce time. Okay, get in it. What other, what other uh, food challenges? are there that you have participated in and and not because you have to go to and i'm not saying you got to go to jethro's or you got to go to uh, buffalo wild wings you know but what other common just in the house food challenges you know like the 50 chicken nugget or the 100 chicken nugget if you do two of them what have you done i'd like to hear about that here's the next set of questions first what is a food obviously lee can hammer chicken nuggets but what is a food you can hammer away at like popcorn. for instance popcorn you could eat a ton mm-hmm. of popcorn mm-hmm. never seem to get full on it cottage cheese cottage cheese another one okay where are you at scallon uh i'm oddly enough i'm widley i could eat cottage cheese tons of it um always love popcorn especially if we go to the movie and i don't need it but i i gotta get the tub of popcorn because it's so and you get to put your own butter on now i mean that's just death waiting for me but i love it um, I feel like I can put a ton of Casey's pizza away, especially if we get the flatbread crust. Ooh, okay. Jake Brown would be with you as far as Casey's pizza. He would say that. I, I am, I, I think if I'm going to, obviously, not obviously, but popcorn is huge for me. Um, I, can, I can eat a lot of popcorn. I can also eat a lot of French toast if I make it at home. I seem to be able to uh, consume a lot of French toast. It's hot. It's, it's you know, fresh um, right off the griddle, be able to get that done. So now here's it. Here's, and I'd like to hear from I'm, you. What, I'm 30 in and I'm struggling. Are you really? Yeah. Like, how, like going to come back up struggling? No. How much time? Six minutes, 30 seconds. In or Left. Left. I'm over here half. Oh, fuck. Whoa. I mean, sorry. Oh, gotta Shoot. hit the E. Gotta hit the E. <laughs> Dang it. My bad. My bad. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. So. That's my fault. I feel like I need to hear from you. Control your words about. once you've had nuggets. What can you, what can you eat a lot of? That's what I want to hear from people. Then. What's one thing that that maybe typically can be a lot, you know, consumed a lot of? Like somebody might be able to say, um, popcorn, I can't eat very much popcorn. Does that make sense? You guys can eat a lot of popcorn, but somebody else can't eat a lot of popcorn. For me, something Hold on, time out, Lee. How many? 28, 32. Which is it? 32. 32. Okay. I can't eat very much spaghetti. I'm not a big spaghetti guy. I can't eat a lot of spaghetti. How would you want to? It's terrible. Okay. What What do you have? Is there something that you can't eat very much of that fills you up really fast? Obviously not chicken nuggets. That fills you More up? chicken really? nuggets. I'm pretty full. Yeah. 
You're also 33 in or 34 in. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Sweets for you would be something. You have a tough time but, eating a lot of sweets. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm just not a big. That's what I mean, though. When you ask that question, things that fill me up versus things I like. Oh, okay, okay. But like, I could pass on sweets if my wife makes her lasagna. I absolutely love that lasagna. But after like piece one and a half, yeah, I you am, don't love it that much. Oh, I'm full. Okay, so that would be one. Onion rings. Back in the day, I loved thin crust onion rings. And now for reasons we won't discuss here, I'm no longer allowed to eat onion rings and come home. <laughs> Same reason why you're not allowed to eat deer meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anybody, any, anything else that, you, that you've got out there that, uh, not just you, but, but listeners that maybe you, maybe you can't eat very much of, you love eating it, but man, it just, it, it fills you up too fast and you can't, can't eat a lot of it. Chicken nuggets. You're like 40 in. Not quite. Four minutes left. Let's go, Lee. Dig I'm in. Bro I'm broken. I'm broken. I've got my bar graph. You have dropped off dramatically after the 10 minute mark. What I oh. do know, watching you eat, that long. the first couple of nuggets were all, they were full on in. One nugget, one bite. Now it is uh -huh. two bites per nugget. So I actually changed my strategy up halfway through. Can tell you're struggling. After your first minute, it should only have taken you nine minutes if you could have kept up about six nugs a minute. Can you can you find this? Can you can you dig in? Find your center. He is now taking a deep breath, closing his eyes, and almost meditating as he gets ready to, to make one final push. To you have finish. three How many minutes nuggets? left. How many nuggets you have left? 14? <laughs> 14. Yeah, let's dig in. I mean, We're here so you for you. 36 nuggets now? No. Uh -huh. It's 37 right now. We're in. You're at 36? Yeah. Oh my Come gosh. On, that's man. your worst. That's your worst span yet. That's 37. No, no crap. <laughs> you already said what? it once. So what's what already did there? So already got there? the E. The you E's went, already up. You went six, then you went 15, then you went eleven. And then you went for <sighs> diminishing marginal utility has hit. Boy, oh. you don't look so good either. You got to do it. Dig in. This is awful. I think he's hiding stuff in his cheeks. No, I wish. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that the 50 nugget is the issue. I think it's the 14 minutes. Yeah. Two minutes Should left. Maybe you should have went with the 25. Maybe you should have went with 25. Well, I still can. I'm yeah. shocked that you went 14. I am. I asked, for some, I asked for some help, and they came up 14. You're doing great. <laughs> he just that burped. Was a, that was deep. Burped and it was risky. Big that was deep. A, a burp and a... <laughs> Oh, I love it. That was risky. That was risky. That was that was almost old man um, letting some gas pass because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, baby. What number are you on? Is this 40? This is 40. Yes, sir. You my can't 40 is short. My, 
My 40th nugget has never tasted so good. <laughs> I love it. Okay. You, know, so, you got any final thoughts on uh, on eating contests? Or food well, challenges? 14 minutes ain't going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. You have one minute left to meet your goal. What are you at? 10 left. Yeah, Ten at this rate, at this, rate this is going to take you at least... 20. Okay, so so we can we can we can take this right now and say the first go to the minutes, history portion. 14 minutes we didn't happen. However, we will get 50 down and, and before we're done. Tom Scallon, keep the now you got to go the other way. So we did 14 minutes. Once that's over, then you got to go up and add it to the 14 and see where we go to get 50. I'm gonna throw up. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> 22 seconds. Oh, boy. Enough time for water. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> oh, baby. And now all that grease is collecting in, in, the, in the large intestine as it gets ready to, to make its way through. I just, I just want your daughters to come running downstairs and jump on you. They did That's earlier. it. Time. Where you at? 40. Still 40. Oh, 40 zero. and 14 minutes. That's still pretty good. That's solid. For a non-professional oh, in the in the I'm food challenge like crazy. contest world. Okay, are you up now? Are you going? I feel like Tom looks on a daily Fantastic. <laughs> With hair. Yes. Oh, All right. Those things, the, oh, fuck. Oh, are, you, are you going to get... Are you gonna get the other ten down? There's one that has like a black mark. Just looking at me, it is not appetizing. I don't know what that well, is. Well, you got is sixty. That Feed that to the dog. All right, ten left. So here's my thought on eating contests. The last time I did something like this was the chocolate milk that failed. Did you throw up? Yep. How how threw up. how far in? Chocolate milk wise, how much of the gallon did you get? And then at what point in time did you did you? I got most of the gallon down. I'd say seven eighths, but by that point I was urinating clear, like there was no processing going on, and all of a sudden it hit me. I had to run outside and puke. And then Jerome, my roommate, was really mad because he put twenty dollars on me that I could get it done. Ooh, and you didn't want Big Jerome mad at you? No, and in general I have a strong constitution. No, <laughs> not at all. I don't think I can get 50 done. Okay. Well, okay. You're, you're, you're plus 130. How many along are you? Zero. Zero. You're destroying my bar chart. Whew. 40 might be the number, 14 minutes. Well, obviously. I'm bowing out. I'm bowing out. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, that's, that's a valiant effort. What's going to make oh. this even sweeter is when I get a Snapchat tomorrow. Of with, the toilet? <laughs> I hope not. Of you finishing the other 20. I want it. Send it to me tomorrow. I will. I will. The other it's 20. Go look like a brown Tom. <laughs> you, at the six-minute mark, had 32 down. You had really? six minutes to go. I should have just done a 32 nugget challenge. That would have been, that number would have looked pretty solid. 
Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. And then three minutes later, you were at 36. Like you guys know that I don't, I don't sit still. Well, I, I honestly cannot right now. Like my chest hurts so bad. I think that's called Harvard. He's going to die right in front oh, of us. Oh, my goodness. This was – I mean, that was fun while it lasted, but, man. Uh, 32 in six minutes, though, that's pretty That's, that's pretty impressive. darn impressive. Yeah. And then it was only four more, three minutes later, only four more, three minutes later, and then the final minute was zero, and then zero – I do apologize for the f bomb, though. Yeah, like, that was right that was that was natural. <laughs> that was an authentic f word. You're just you're going through a lot. I I am. I mean i I think when you when you struggle to put yourself in other people's situations, you need to do something uncomfortable like this, and you're like, wow, there are some people that are really struggling out there. <laughs> <laughs> And you some are. people that don't have the luxuries we do of watching no. do a no. They would pray to pray to have 60 nuggets in front of them. So the question is, if if the two of us or two of all three of us are in the room and two people are participating, could we will each other into the hundred nuggets gone? Uh, well, if, if this was gonna be like we're competing against each other then I'm going to have a whole game plan as to what I'm eating, you know, because I don't, I don't want to eat nothing. I don't think that's good, but little, little pieces of cheese maybe. And then game time. What? Little pieces of cheese? You don't want an empty stomach on a food challenge. You got to have a little in there. Cause if your stomach seizes up, you're in trouble. It's got to be working. It's got to be rolling. Yeah, that was, I, I just didn't think that would, how you, how you'd get it rolling. <laughs> Like, is it like if you feed like a duck, like where you rip off the pieces of the bread and throw it in the water? Is it like that size? You want your metabolism just going a little bit. Little hundred calorie meal. And then come game time, bam, 8,000 calories. Oh. Hey, did you ever look that up? How many calories is 40 chicken nuggets? <laughs> not that It can't be that many. I mean, they're not that big. I look at them. I'm like, how do you not eat 50 of those? But then I look at them and I think, why would in the world would you try to eat 50 of those? Like it's I'll, just I'll 50 on top of one another and imagine that in your stomach right now. It's oh, a lot. I, like, I'm pretty sure a few of these will come out like fairly intact. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. You're muted, Scallon, so I don't know what you're doing. You're muted. Shockingly enough. Four McNuggets is 193 calories. So you're only. Oh, that was only 1,900. Oh, I mean, that's not bad. If you would have manned up, you would have been over 22. I'll tell you what, based on how you look, it is bad. You look miserable and you're acting miserable. You're acting. I I just, my chest just hurts so bad. You need some Tums. I feel like I just ripped off a set on the pec deck. You remember the host? Uh, Paul, you need to text Misty and say, take him to urgent care. No, you need to, you just need some Pepto or some. We just removed a 10 piece nuggets from your esophagus. Cause you didn't chew any of them. Oh gosh. That was fun. 
for for us. I, it doesn't look like it was much fun. I I had fun. I really I had fun. I'm having fun right now. I'm just talking about. It. I mean, again, you just never know what somebody's going through until you talk about it. And I appreciate you guys listening. Well, and and being able to see you is is significant too because you you look uncomfortable. I can't feel my teeth. Um, I don't know what that means, but. I, I have a pretty good a idea what that means, and I don't think it has to do with the chicken nugget challenge. Oh, I, I think if I would have stood up, it would have been better. Well, why don't you stand up now? Because I'm tired now. Okay. <laughs> now he needs a nap. Yeah. Do, we have, do we have any how other final like, thoughts? How much feels like four, four plates of fans is in a nug? Feels like. Yeah, it's like how much tryptophans in a chicken nugget? A lot. I don't think narcolepsy is about to happen where you're just going to pass out and fall asleep. Oh, man, I love it. Any, any final thoughts, Lee? Don't you have any history uh, to do tonight? Yeah. Well, no, oh. I meant on, on the eating challenges and the, and the food contests and all that. Oh, I mean, like they say, if you have dogs, enter at your own risk. Uh, okay. Scalin, you got anything? Anything final on that piece right there? No, I couldn't find a chemical list, so I don't know what's what's actually oh. in the nugget. I think it's a secret sauce. Grease. That's I should have got the Big Mac sauce. That stuff's so good. I I think that'd be way more filling than simple barbecue sauce. Tame. I am going to air fry these nuggets tomorrow, though, for lunch. Because I think yeah. they'll be really good back in the air fryer. I agree. Probably better than they were right now because they were not very warm. But which yeah. I don't know if that, do you think warm would make a difference? It sounds like to me you should go get another 20 and air fry 30. And... Do, do they, how hot are those hot dogs when they do that? Do you think they're warm or are they been cooked for they a while? They're kind of cold. I bet they're cool. Huh. Plus they're dunking the bread, the bun and the water to get it oh, down. I should have done I should have done that. So they're not they're not Norwalk concession stand hot dogs because those things are piping hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. There can't be. Oh there's Tom's confession for the night. Gosh, I like a good so, hot dog. You were so like... angry when you said that. <laughs> not angry at all. Yeah. No, I don't want hot. Knickerbocker to Knickerbocker will get mad at me. She doesn't listen. Any other uh, anything she might else? If you talk about the taco review they got this spring from Schaefer. Yeah. Was it not good? Oh, they no. yeah, not not happy. Not happy. Ranked above Waukee, though. Obviously, Schaefer did not come to the concession stand during a soccer game in which I made the uh, nacho plate. <laughs> yeah. Joe Legler, um, he he got he got the the special. I just dumped everything in there and loaded it up. Yeah, so it's really kind that that happens to me sometimes too. Not you making it, but just sometimes the parent back there really likes you. But you order the taco plate, thinking, "Oh, this will be good." Then you walk out, and everybody's like, "Oh my lord!" Because you're piled high with all this stuff. Yeah. You look like you have an eating problem. What do the parents do if they don't like you? Is that not to play? They don't make it. Oh, just there isn't much going on there. Yeah, just chips. So 
<laughs> Anything final on the food portion? Are we good there? No, I'm proud of you, Lee. I will, I will live stream whenever this comes out. Ooh. Um, so Just we're gonna for Tom. To, we're going to move on to history. First, an <laughs> update. We, we've got several, several things from Tommy Miner. He got them from Tim, uh, which helped a lot. And, and now it's a matter of putting the errors together and being able to try and fill this out and, and get it moving. So I'm excited about that. What I need help with is, uh, Jill Martin, check with Roger. What is the best baseball record ever from Norwalk? We this have year, to be, we have to be, that's why we have to be teetering on that. It's a historic year for Norwalk baseball, um, playing extremely well stringing a ton of wins together and i would like to know what is the best overall record ever in uh norwalk history when it comes to baseball so that's a task well, we, need to, we need to find out 1980 right isn't it 1980 that year was that wasn't it 82 whenever they won their first championship joe mcfarland Denny yeah, Wolf, was wasn't he on the staff? Yeah. Denny Wolf, yep. Did I ever tell you guys my funny Denny Wolf story? I don't think so. Uh, my third year teaching at Norwalk, which would have been my last year, um, that was, you know, you, you could work eight hours in the summer and you get that Wednesday off before Thanksgiving. Is that still a thing? Yep. So I was working my hours in the summer and, and Superintendent Wolf stopped into my classroom and uh, asked me how my transition to Norwalk was going. And I was like, well, actually, this, this is my third year teaching here. Hey, oh, well, that's great. Nice to meet you. And I was like, I mean, I coach like everything. I mean, like every season, not everything. That guy had never seen me. My starting my last year, my third year, and he was welcoming me to the district. Well, that was exciting. Yeah. I, I mean, talk about knowing your staff. <laughs> welcome to norwalk he was really not he'd said that welcome how's your transition going i'm it's been i mean about a thousand days but it's been going pretty well <laughs> other other than the first football season um outside of that it was really good yeah nobody nobody talked to me in norwalk for three years that's not true tom didn't I for surely didn't talk to you the first football season. Oh yeah, for sure. I can vouch for that. But after that, call you I Denny Wolf. I, but I think that was 1982, wasn't it? I feel like that trophy I see. I think it was 1982. I agree. I think so. So the positive. So anyway, need help. Need help with best best overall record for Norwalk baseball ever. The positive. I, I got to be honest with you. Our our athletes right now. Um, lots of changes going on, you know, with the transition into, into a new strength and conditioning coach. Um, it's really hot with the, with the air off in the, in the weight room. Um, they're still showing up and they are still working hard and they are still smiling the whole time that they're doing it. And it is refreshing, you know, and I think all too often we get caught up in this idea of, of focusing on the negative or, you know, this happening or that happening. And, and overall, we got a lot of really great kids. And I think it's exciting for us to, to be in this era 
um, with our kids that we've got. And, and then as we continue to grow, um, we, we continue to have really awesome kids to, uh, to be able to coach and, and teach. So that's our positive, our kids. You guys got anything? I, got, I do. I got what do you got? For the non-sponsor, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. They, they did supply these 60 nuggets in incredible speed. Excellent. Like I joked with you guys before we got on air, like the two happy meals that I generally get from McDonald's take far longer than the 60 nuggets that I ordered tonight. Well, they probably just dropped the whole bag into the fryer. Bam. I was wondering why a couple of them were raw, but I just thought that was normal. (laughs) You would definitely be throwing up right now if that were the case. I'm actually immune to that. I'm That's vaccinated. Gross. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. raw chicken. So here's what we need. Number one, um, what kind of, are, are you, what's your thoughts on fireworks? Need to know that. Um, do you have any movies for Katie? Katie's theater. Um, what can you eat in uh, a, a stupid amount of? What do you struggle eating a lot of? And then Nuggets. if you know anything, well, you did eat 40 of them. And he ate 32 of them in six minutes. So that's pretty impressive. I don't know that that's on your list of not being able to eat a lot. This should be like a weekly challenge. At the six-minute mark, it's actually an eight-minute. Oh, that's still, that's solid, though. That makes me feel a little worse, but that's, that's not bad. Still pretty good. Um, and then if you have any knowledge about what the overall best record of Norwalk baseball is in the history of Norwalk baseball, love to hear that, too. So that's what we got. Next episode coming up. When – when did they move to the 40 games though? Won't that make a difference? Is it just win percentage? Well, let's just, let's see how we should really just go based on losses, right? I think it's got to be a number percentage. of losses. I feel like the 40 games had to be something fairly new. I mean, within the last 20 years or 30 years or whatever, because okay. I bet before they didn't play that much. I would agree with that. Winning percentage. Yeah. And, and just, I would like to know some of that, you know, to, to be able to see that. And, and I didn't, uh, I should have went and looked at the, the website um, to see if they had that in there, but I did not. So I'll have to get that done. Um, and then obviously our next episode, and you know, we've talked about it before, will be interview us three with, uh, with Chris Larson and, and talking about that. And we'll get that scheduled at some point in time. I hope that uh, all of you, you know, if, you, if you're listening to this prior to the fourth, I hope that you have a great fourth enjoy that break and hopefully you get a little time away from work and, and the things that you do to, to enjoy that. And if you're listening to this after the 4th of July, I hope that you had a good 4th and had a time to get away and, and to be able to do some things that you enjoy to do. Um, love to hear from you. Give us your, uh, give us your feedback. Are you going to no? Are you good? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I, I didn't know what I, that reaction I, was. Seriously. My, my the amount, the amount of burping going on is incredible. Oh, <laughs> Every two seconds. You'd think I would have like had a bunch of Diet Coke or something. Like it's just nugget burp. Yeah. You have 40 of them. It's about as good as it sounds. Um, Lee, thanks for coming on and and, uh, trying to get 50 nuggets down. Love the fact that you got 40 of them. Love the fact that you, you, you didn't think 50 were going to be enough. So you bought 60 just in (laughs) 10 extra. Yeah. I'm a um, leftover guy anyway. It's absolutely perfect. So, Scallon, thanks for coming on. See you in the morning. 
and uh, happy fourth to you, Lee. And we'll we'll be in touch here soon to try and get that set up with with Chris. Everybody, thanks for listening. This was episode fifty-two of Talking the Walk. Episode name: Joy Chestnut, where we did our own little eating contest. Lee Nelson tried to consume fifty nuggets in fourteen minutes. Um, didn't make it, but valiant effort. Love to hear from you. I am Paul Patterson signing off. Happy Fourth of July. Tom Scallon, have a good fourth. Lee Nelson, I'm pretty sure I ordered 70, so maybe I did get 50 down. <laughs> and we'll never know. Closing time. Thank you for listening to the Talking the Walk podcast show. Yeah.